Welcome to Hearts and Minds. We are starting a new series in our podcast called Guest Series, where we invite different women to chat with us on various topics, ranging from beauty, the five languages of love, and also to finding meaning in your work. Our first guest in this series is Anne Nixon, a beauty therapist based in Dublin. So you're probably wondering, uh, why are we talking about beauty when we were talking about God in the last podcast? So anyway, Anne, can you lead us into what is beauty for you? Okay, beauty for me is, it's a much bigger thing than just the word beauty, because we need to be beautiful and to make the best of ourselves, because it's our duty, I as a woman, to look well, because that's what Holy God gave us. He gave us our bodies and our minds. He gave us our eyes, because we're surrounded in beauty, but also we have to look beautiful to to continue on what he's made. And do you think it's like there is an element of, you know, the beauty industry and the focus on, you know, I mean, you look into a magazine and it's all it's all about beauty in a sense, you know, the, the next best cream and the new, I don't know, hair product or whatever. It, it can come across as just a money spinner. Um, but what's your take on it? Because obviously you're working with products every single day. Okay, there... Yes, you're right. The beauty business is huge. It is billions of dollars and euros are spent every single year on beauty products. Um, Hair products, clothes, shoes, makeup. But it's a business. Um, It's just like the car business. But it's there for a function. We need, like we need our creams. We need to clean our hair. We need to look after our nails. So it's an essential business, just as much as houses, curtains, cars. It's part of who we are. Hmm. We just... It's just part of who we are and it's essential. But yes, you can go overboard and go ridiculous as well and be buying and waste money. But if you keep a proper schedule and get people to help you, it's not. It's a very essential part of life. And do you find that, I mean, as, as more and more responsibility you have in life, the idea of dedicating time to taking care of yourself can be compromised. You know, if you have a two-year-old running around you or you have various other pulls, it can be hard to be kind of dedicating time to, I don't know, putting on a face mask, for example, or, you know, all the little things that you would love to do, but it just seems like a luxury. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) No, it's very interesting. But, okay, it's... Number, as I always say, it is very important for us to make the best of ourselves and to look well, because by looking well, it gives us confidence. It just helps us to get through everything. And there is lots of stages like work, careers, having babies, getting married, minding husbands, minding, you know, parents that are getting old. But we should just carve out like only 10 minutes. We don't need hours, just 10 minutes, just to give ourselves that little bit of Some people call it luxury time, but it is important because it helps us to continue on. It gives us that little lift, just even taking, some people would take a coffee break. Or why not spend an extra 10 minutes just in the bath? It Mm. does help. It does help. And especially, you know, new mums, they are very busy. Um, But just those extra 10 minutes help. They Mm. really do help. Just 
that just calmness, quietness, even if it's only taken off the makeup, it does help. It kind of gives you that you're important for those 10 minutes. It gives mm-hmm. you that little bit of time that you're not totally consumed by everything else. So it's not only about beauty, like it's it's not only it's about... self-care. Yeah. That's what it is. It's a lot of, you know, I always think of beauty People think of, oh, it's vanity. But no, it really is self-care. Mm. And you need self-care. You mm. need self-care or the world is going too fast. Well, with this coronavirus, we've had to slow down. Mm. But it is it is very fast. And what is 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening? When we spend hours watching television, mm. It's but those 10 minutes can create loads of confidence because you you look well, you can get your clothes sorted out for the next day. So it is, it's a huge, huge thing everybody should do. Can I ask a a kind of, not a thorny question, but certainly a question that I think comes up a little bit with regards cosmetic surgery. You know, I think it's becoming more and more mainstream. You know, I Mm -hmm. mean, the, the fillers here, the Botox there, you see it more, more and more, you know, in people using it. What's your take on it? Okay. Um, I'm not crazy about it, but if you have to, it's important, okay? Mm. But a lot of people, it is a business. It's huge business and they market it really, really well. And girls are getting younger and younger and younger, starting getting fillers and Botox, okay? Yeah, yeah. Um if you do have to get it done, okay, um, you have to go to really top-notch people. You have to go to proper clinics right. to get it done. Um, but then I question, why do you want to get it done? You mm. know, why do you think it's necessary to get it done? I know a lot of people say, yeah, we want to stay young, but aren't we very privileged to be able to grow old as well? Mm. So, and I always think, is there something inside that's causing the problem to get all of this mm. done because it's only a temporary measure. Okay, if you really, if there is really a problem and you just say, I have to get something done with my face, well, why don't go and get a proper facelift? It's much better mm. um, than just surface things. Mm. But it is, there is more and more and more clinics opening up and more and more more people, it's actually kind of rare now if you don't get Botox done than if you do get Botox done. So I've just, I don't want to get it done just yet, personally speaking, mm. right? I am, but I do know a lot of people are getting it done. But I question, why are they being pressurized? To actually do it. To actually get it done. Mm. And, you know, why not use that time and that money on something more beneficial? Mm. But there is a huge, women are being put under enormous pressure to look better and better and better and younger and younger. When, if you're in your 40s, 50s or 60s, why not be proud to be there and be happy and Mm. say, I've, you know, there's lots of people that haven't made it this far. But you can actually look really well at any age without all the The Botox and fillers. Okay, um... Is upkeep expensive? Because, I mean, okay, we have the thing of time, you know, you say, you know, give 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes in the evening. And as long as there's a there's a little bit of maintenance along the way, you can keep yourself going. 
But there's an element of expense in this uh, for, you know, I mean, some people you look and you realize this person has a lot of money on their face. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like the, there's expensive products there, you know, or even their perfume, you know, you realize this is a nice perfume. So uh, <laughs> to talk about the upkeep, do you, can you go cheap on it? Okay. Um, the first thing is, there is loads of products on the market. Absolutely loads. And no manufacturer will put a bad product on the market. Mm. So there's no such thing as bad. Yes, there is expensive and there is cheap. Um, and I always try and find, if you can, I would prefer to save up and get the best that I can afford. Because I would feel then, oh, this is luxury for me. Mm. And I'm worth this. And I deserve it. But there is no such thing as cheap is bad. It's just they all want to sell. Okay. So all the big manufacturers, they're all out there to sell and they want to keep selling. So there is no such thing as bad or good, right? Mm. Yes, some products that are more expensive have the ingredients in them mm. to get the results. But then if you build up like relationships with your beautician, with the girls in BTs, with your local chemist shop, they will be able to guide you. They will know when the offers are coming in. They'll know when there's promotions coming in. And that's why it's good because I know nothing about, about cars, but I do know things about skin, okay? And that's why I can guide people and I guide all my clients that I go to what's good for them, what's not good for them, and I don't like wasting their money either. Mm. So I tell them, you need this, you do not need that. And that's why you need a little bit of help. Most ladies need a little bit of help. As your skin gets older, mm. you need to change products. You need different products in the morning, different products in the evening. But most ladies do not need more than five products in total. Yeah, that's interesting. You mentioned that. And I thought it was interesting because sometimes you think, you, you kind of accumulate a lot of things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think if you have more than five, just personally speaking, if I have more than five products, I won't use them. Okay. I will say, oh, I will use them, but, but I won't don't. use them. Mm. Because I like my regime in the morning and evening to be quick and sharp. Because mm. I am very busy as well. So I don't like more than five products. So I never, I try and steer, no, you don't need any more than five. <laughs> And, you know, then people will get through it. They will keep their regime going rather than saying, oh, yes, yes, yes. And, you know, they're not doing anything. So it's best five products. Okay. And it's much simpler. And when you say five products, what are you talking about when you say five oh, products? <laughs> well, you need a really good cleanser. Okay. Okay. You need a serum. That depends on your age, right? You need a day cream, like that's a moisturizer, and a night cream, an eye cream. Oh, right. That's all you really need. Now, yes, you can go and buy loads, loads more. But if you're on top of the game, that's all you need. And what's the deal with the serum? Okay, the serum, it has much more, it moisturizes the skin because it goes on underneath your moisturizer mm. and it has the ability to get further down into the skin. Okay. So as yeah. you get older, you're going to need that. Interesting. Okay. That's very interesting. Um, okay, so... Uh, just drilling down to yourself, you mm -hmm. know, um, 
why why did you become a beautician? What what was that attracted you to the profession? Okay, the reason why I became a beautician is because I had the worst skin. I had acne. Okay. I had the oiliest skin that you could possibly have. I would mm. solve the right-hand side and the left-hand side would start up. And mm. there was no there was no products like there is nowadays, okay? Mm. We're like so fortunate nowadays. There is so many products. Um you can go into clinics, you can get minded. Um we have Pinterest, we have Facebook, we have Instagram, we have bloggers, we have so much information on mm. bad skin because bad skin can come with diet mm. as well as not knowing how to look after it. So it's both inside and outside. Mm. But when I was growing up, there wasn't any of that. So that's why I would spend hours looking at different chemist shops in there. They'd say, can I help you? No, no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. And I actually was embarrassed. <laughs> yeah to actually go any further yeah. and say, well, would you look at my skin, please? Mm. You know, so like doctors didn't take it as serious as they are now. Mm. Like mammies bring their children to doctors now and they put them on a program. Mm. It's fabulous where we are nowadays with all that information. Or when I was that age, it was it was really, really a nightmare. And it, I really suffered from it. And that's what really got me into the whole skin. You talk about this idea of relationship with the beautician, um, but don't you feel kind of embarrassed? I mean, obviously you're on the other side of, of the situation, but for a client sometimes, for somebody coming in, they almost feel like this person is doing me a favor and I just want to do a quick, quick purchase. I don't know how to say it, but there's an element of kind of... Uh, how do you establish a relationship with the beautician? You just go in and you have a chat or you just say, I've got this problem with my skin or I've got, you just, that's it basically, is it? Okay, that's very interesting because I use the word relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So with my clients, they are, I have relationships with them, mm -hmm. right? Um, okay, in the winter and in the summer, they're totally different. So we need different products for the winter and the summer, okay? And I think of them like, they give me their money. So it's my duty to mind them. And I do mind my ladies. I think they're like my babies, mm -hmm. right? And I think for, it's not just me, but all the other people in the business, like your hairdressers, everybody, they mind you and they mm -hmm. want to mind you. And I do understand that whole embarrassing thing. I can't ask this person for help. Where if you want the help, just, just say, can you help me, please? And the information just pours out of us then. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we're done. It's like um, it's like going to the dentist. It's like going to the doctor. It's like going to the mechanic. They know what they're doing. And it's the very same. And I think it's important. Like, I try and build very trusting relationships. Because if I have to change their creams, I have to say, no, we have to give this up and we have to move on to something else. Your skin is changing. Like when you're different age, it changes. So you have to use a different cream, mm. even with different lipsticks, you know, all the different colors we need to change. That's interesting. You mentioned actually at one stage, this, somebody told you that, uh, that uh, a woman can keep to the same lipstick the, the, oh. on her wedding day. <laughs> I, that's very interesting. I was in Paris on a training course and this 
fabulous um, makeup artist was there and he was explaining lots of things to us. And he says, most of the time I can tell you the year that you got married. And I was like looking at this gentleman saying, hmm, can he now? And I said, well, now how can you do that? And he says, because they wear the same, same lipstick for the rest of their life. They don't change. Yeah, yeah. So they think, oh, well, I wore this on my wedding day. And it's fantastic. And it's it looks fantastic. Me. Yeah. yeah. But they don't. That's when I believe in the relationships. Mm. You have to be very kind and say, no, no, no. You're 40 or you're 50. Your whole skin tone has changed. I think you need to change too. Interesting. Um, okay. What has helped you personally with the profession? Like with dealing, as you say, with your babies. Um, okay, I love my work. Yeah. And it's so exciting. It is so exciting. Like, as I said, when I was a child, I couldn't get my hands on half of the things to help my skin. Nowadays, we have everything. It's moving. It changes. They're always getting new creams. They're always helping. Mm. It's just, it is such an exciting business to be in. There's always change, like spring, summer, autumn, winter. It just never stops. It never stops. And if you're a person who's not really interested in this, you know, I mean, let's say a person is listening to this podcast and they're going, you know, that's fine, but I've got bigger and better things to be doing with my life. (laughs) You know what I mean? There can be that element of kind of... You know, I'm barely surviving here, for example. You know what I mean? I, I, if, if, if I can get up in the morning and I can, you know, go to work and, and I can make sure the kids get to school and, you, you know, it's, it's just, if, for some it might seem like a luxury. I know you say, you know, 10 minutes in the morning and 10 minutes. What do you, how can you convince somebody, look, this is. You have to do this. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Let's take an example. So you're dropping the children to school in the morning, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. So you get up, right? So if you don't want to spend any time in yourself, okay? If you don't want to spend any time in yourself, that's okay. But you're dropping your little babies to school or to play school at creche and you haven't taken any time with your appearance, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, The world is there watching all this. The world is there seeing you. So you're sending out an image, if you like it or not. Well, she doesn't really take much time. She doesn't really care about herself. She doesn't love herself, okay? Yeah. And when I say love yourself, it's it's more respect yourself, that you had the time, just, and I'm talking, few moments, okay? So then your little children growing up, And they want you to look well, Mm -hmm. but you're also sending out a message to everybody else that you don't really care about yourself. Yeah. Which is not really, that's not a very good image to have. So when, when you do take care of yourself, when you're groomed, you really are sending, yeah, you are sending out a message. But you're also happy. You're happy. Yeah. You're you're more confident. confident, Mm. You know, and you are happy, you smile more. So you make people smile. Mm. Like you never see a grumpy person smile. They just (laughs) are grumpy, right? But when you look well, just even brush your hair and look well, Mm. you actually send out happy, like happy vibes. And that's why it's so important. Mm. Like even your children will be happier. Like, you know, you're not screaming at them because you just, you do not look right. You, know, you haven't taken the time to even wash your face. 
you know, it it's a huge knock-on effect. It's it's a huge responsibility I think women have. Mm. And it's a lot to put on our shoulders, okay? Mm. But look at the benefits and look at there's no benefits if you don't. Mm. And it is very hard. There's nothing easy every day getting up, making yourself look nice, but the benefits for your for your own personality, mm. for your own thoughts, for your own well-being. It does help. It really, really does help. And then you interact with people much better than if you just had your head down the whole time. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of like an act of charity towards other people. Like, I, yeah. You know, when you 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 do uh, make that effort to put on the makeup and everything and you're greeting people and you look well, you it automatically eases the communication with mm-hmm. that person. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. I, I really do believe it's, your duty. It's your duty as a woman to make the very best of herself. And a man? <laughs> and a man. <laughs> well, it's actually their duty too. Yeah, I mean. It is yeah, their yeah. duty to look well. Because, you know, we our eyes see so much every day. Mm. And there is nothing nicer. Like when I'm driving my car. And especially, you know, when people are dropping their children off. It is lovely to pass and say, Oh, they look lovely today. It it makes me smile. Mm. When I see people, you know, looking well, I smile and I yeah, say, yeah. oh, that's lovely. I like that outfit. Look at that. It it just makes the world go round. Mm. It really does. Mm. Well, thank you, Anne. That's great. <laughs> well, thank you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. With all our podcasts, we invite you to like and share Hearts and Minds with others as that's the only way where people find out about us. Uh, We would also like to thank those of you who sent in specific requests for topics of interest that you would like us to cover on our podcast.